Very exciting Malacha. Today I want to start with a story. Very important story. Gavaldiga Maisa, which is actually brought down in the Prichadosh, in Yerodeya Simon Kufen base, where the question is like this. You know, in the olden days, it wasn't like nowadays, where everyone is spoiled and has their own ovens in their houses. And that's what's called spoiled. You have your own out- oven in your own house. It's an unbelievable thing. They didn't have that in those days. They didn't have it in the olden days. What they used to have, they used to have a communal oven. And the only way to heat up your food for Shabbos was to go on Erev Shabbos, take your pot of whatever it was, you had one pot, put whatever you want inside it, put it in the oven, and then you would pick it up, either Erev Shabbos, or if there was an Erev on Shabbos, depending on the matzah. Well, you bring home hot food, and that was your hot food. Sometimes you insulated it, so it stayed hot, which is the Shail of Atzmona. Anyway, so there were these group of frummies that were very, very makbid on Bosa Shinas Alaminayim. No one knows what that is, right? Bosa Shinas Alaminayim means. Oh, meat that was hidden from the eye, literally. Okay? Like you get deliveries, all sorts of shilas, you got goyim in the house, all sorts of shilas that come up. So this group of frummies were very makbid on this Bosa Shinas Alaminayim because Lamaisa, it's a problem, right? You're going to leave it in the oven, then you go home, you come back and pick it up. Who's been there in between? How do you know? Maybe they switched it for something tray. So what did they do? What they did was, is they wrapped the pot with some kind of material, whatever it was, and they tied it with an azash stack knot that you can't undo, undo the knot. The only way to open the pot would be to rip it apart, right? So they figured this is the best way. Because nobody's going to be able to open the pot without ripping. And once they rip it, they can't put it back together again. So they will know immediately if somebody's opened that pot and switched their kosher food with tray food. Is everybody with me? Pretty simple. That's what they did. Says the Prichadosh Oivavoy. These people are making a big mistake. What's their mistake? Yes, they're being machmeh, which is beautiful. On Bashar's and Zayman Ayin. But they've been making on an Issa Do'oraisa Chiv Chatos Chayiv Skilon Chil Shabbos. What's the Issa? Tearing! Beautiful! Ah! Ah! Tearing! Unbelievable! One of the Lama Tesmolachas. I don't believe I've spoken about this, by the way. I don't even know if I spoke about this. Ever. In Shea. At least not in this yeshiva for sure. I don't remember speaking about this for a long time. It's an incredible topic which covers so many different Shilas that on a Gea, on a weekly basis. Let me just give you a few of them. Just to, Today we've got a little bit of introduction just to understand the Malacha. Tomorrow we'll go to the practical side of things. So, I mean, the most practical example would be what? Toilet paper. Toilet paper is a classic. What about a roll of plastic tablecloth? Another example, right? Or, for example, an envelope. Or, for example, if you've got your um, a dry cleaner's uh, tag stuck onto your you know, jacket or whatever on a rip or you have two pa- a pair of socks that comes with a little plastic thing you know to rip that all these Mishpacha magazine all these you know Kodoilam Kulo whatever it is comes with a plastic wrap around it ripping that what about for example a, a packet of pla- plastic cups or plastic forks that I want to open up in order to get in there all of these shiners are shiners of the Malacha of Koreya Kireya is the Malacha on Shabbos of ripping. Now the Gemara in Shabbos, Ayin, Dalad of base, asks the Kasha. And we'll start with the Gemara, Rabbi Yisai, because we always try to start with the Gemara to understand a little bit where does this come from. Let's go a little bit of the Lomdus. I know it's early in the morning, but let's go a little bit of the Lomdus of understanding this Malacha. Then we'll move on, Be'ez tomorrow to the practical side of this. And it's very, very Nagea. 
It's an important halacha, and it's very, very negeah. The Gemara asks the question, It's a great question. Every malacha of the Lamatas malachas was done in the Mishkan, right? Every malacha, that's where we learn it from. We learn the malachas, the 39 malachas, from the Mishkan. Whatever was done in the Mishkan is considered to be a malacha. Whether it was Binyanah Mishkan, whether it was the Abodis in the Mishkan, we're not going down there. But everyone understands that we learn everything from the Mishkan. So Rabbi said the Gemara asks the Kasha, where did they rip in the Mishkan? Anybody? Where, the Gemara is Kasha. Where did they rip in the Mishkan? Where was ripping done in the Mishkan that we learned it to Malacha? No? Anybody? Shlaima? Any idea? No. I mean, you have the same question as the Gemara, probably, right? Well, Tavi? No? Not yet. You with the Gemara? Yeah. Okay, you with the Gemara. Beautiful. Uh, don't you have an answer? Not yet. Okay. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Verabzeira say like this. Listen to this. If you had a piece of material that got a hole from an insect, the only way to sort of stitch it up would be to rip it, make the rip a bit bigger. This way you've got more of a stitching area, I guess. I'm not a bucky in stitching, but I'm assuming that's what it was. And this way you could stitch up the whole thing. You can't just stitch up the hole, because an insect tore a hole in it. But if you rip it, you're able to sort of put it back together in a way, that would work. So, there is the Makara, by sight. There is the... It's so interesting, by the way. It's like, it's almost like Moichik. There's a similarity. Because this is like a, a Malachar in the Mishkan, which wasn't really done for the Mishkan. It was done in case something happened. Like, if an insect got in and made a hole, so I need to fix it up. You know, it's like, it's interesting. But that's the Mesa, what the Gemara tells us. And the Gemara in Shabbos Kufayim and Olaf tells us, Koreya Amanas Litvo based Tzfiris. Right, there's a certain amount that we're going to get to Be'ezah Hashem. Now, the Malacha of Koreya, and again, like I said, it's very important to understand the Malacha before we get to the practicalities and understanding how it's negated to toilet paper and plastic roll of toilet roll, uh, aluminum foil, or if you're from England, aluminium, whatever. You know, all these sorts of things that could be negated. The, the Malach of Kureya is opposite to Taifa. What does Taifa mean? We've discussed Taifa here before, if you remember. Taifa means to connect things together. Whether it's like the Rambam that used to put glue or sellotape or a sticker, stick two things together. Whether you sew or something similar to that. Connection of two things. Kureya is taking that apart. Okay? It's very important to remember that because we're going to get into a Shiloh in a moment to see how that could be Nagaya. Now, this is a very important Indian and we have to know this. The, gem- the question is that this. From the Gemara, what do we see is an Isra of Kureya? Where's the Shiloh of Kureya in the Gemara? It's only a Shiloh of Kureya if it's Almanas Litvar. Meaning, Kureya is only a problem on Shabbos if it is going to be sown like what was done in the Mishkan, right? In the Mishkan, you ripped in order to sow. So from the Gemara it comes out that the only is of Kureya is if it is in order to sow. If it's not in order to sow, it's not a problem. Now that's, by the way, most of our Shabbos. How many people in this room rip toilet paper when they're in the bathroom in order to sew it back together? I doubt it. How many people take a roll of toilet of, 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 of uh, new plastic tablecloth? You know, there's big rolls, put it on the table, and you want to take scissors or your hands or a knife and rip it open in order to, to re-sew it? I don't, I don't think so. How many people open up 
you know, mishpacha magazine with the plastic, rip it open in order to re-sew it. How many people do that with a plastic cup? All of these things. So it's not a gear. Both is not a gear to us. Because career in the Mishkan was only when... If it's Amunat, it's fine. It's Amunat, it's fine. It's okay. So here we have... What's that? No. Came along the Rishonim. And the Rishonim said it's a Machlokas Rishonim whether or not if you need Amunat Litvah to be Chayiv or what's the other side? What else would make you Chayiv? What other thing would make you Chayiv for ripping if it's not Amunat to sell? Oh, says Daniel, there's some usage. Meaning, I'm an ass to tack it. Which means if the ripping has a constructive purpose, then it's also included in that. And that's a derisa. Not a drabon in Mori. Not a drabon, that's a derisa. Not Pshat Hazal coming along and said a drabon. It's a derisa. Why? Because the whole Yusoid of Korea is what? The stipler writes this in Kilis Yaka. Beautiful stickle. The stipler says that this is the longest. Rabbi said, so we're going today into the longest of the Malacha. What is Kireya? It's a destructive item. Uh, um, um, it's a destructive act. It's an act of destruction. You rip something, you've ruined it. That's a kilkul. A kilkul is not chayv on Shabbos. You never chayv for a kilkul. Maybe to rub on but not the rice of the shola. So it's a kilkul. When you rip toilet paper, when you rip aluminium foil, when you rip plastic tablecloth, that's a kilkul. You've ruined it. Says Daniel, hold on a minute. If it's a manas attacking, if you're doing it for a constructive purpose, that's the same as a manas litva. It's the same as, as doing it in order to sew because there is a purpose. So when you cut the toilet paper, is there a purpose to that which you have cut? Yes. If you cut the roll of toilet of uh, plastic tablecloth, is there a purpose to that which you have cut? Yes. So that is subject to a mechloikas rishonim over here. Rashi in Shabbos in Hay is mashma that it needs to be a manas litva. If it's not a manas litva, you are not chayev. You are not chayib whatsoever. In other words, Rashi learns the whole Yisrael of Kareh is a hachana, a preparation for sewing. If you're not sewing, no problem. Okay? The Rambam, in Hilcha Shabbos Perikyut, the Rambam, Halacha Yidalef, is choylik on this Rashi, and he goes, no, what are you talking about? He says, as long as you don't have a kavana for kilkul, you're automatically chayib mishum Kareh. Why? Tikkun. Says the Rambam, as long as there is a tikkun, you are going to be chayiv. And that is the maizah, the das of most gedolei rishonim, gedolei achronim. If you really want to get into the nitty gritty, we can ask Stephen Shulchanor from Shin Yitzayin to Shin Mem. We can see the Nishmas Odom that wants to answer the stira. We could talk about Rav Moshe that's cholik on the Nishmas Odom's terrets. We're not going down there right now. It's, it's, it's a little bit too early in the morning to go through the entire shtickle toe, which we could do. Right, but somebody's writing this out right now, so it's going to be a little bit difficult for him to go through the whole shtickle. Okay, we'll see it on this week's newsletter. Okay, so remember, we have a shy that we had a Meiser Shai in the beginning, right? We have to go through that. Halacha and Meiser, Meiser. Let's go straight to Halacha Meiser. Shlomo, are you with me? Very important today. Very important. Okay? Life changing Halacha. Halacha and Meiser. Any tearing or ripping. Okay, we'll go through practical examples, but it's tomorrow. That is done for a constructive purpose, even if it's not a manas litva, you will not be re-sewing it, is chayiv mid-da'oraisa. It's an isa-da'oraisa. We're not dealing with a durabonon. I might build a raft. No, I'm dealing with an isa-da'oraisa over here. A isa-da'oraisa, that means if you see a fellow do this, what do we do to the guy? Everybody gathers together on the roof. It's about two floors up. Yeah, I think so. Two floors up, everybody gathers together. We'll make like a reception over there. We'll have some smoked meat. It'll be very gishmak actually. And we will throw him off the side of the porch and then we will clap. Because he's Chayv Skila. He deserves to die for ripping something on Shabbos Kodesh. 
Okay, so before you rip the Shabbos, just make sure you have in mind that could be the illustration of your end. <laughs> okay, let's move on. So, Lemaisa, a person is high for any ripping on Shabbos that is a tikkun, and that's the psak of the Bishtabura, and that is the psak of most good early persons. By the way, Kivayga brings a beautiful raya. A beautiful raya Kivayga brings over here. And he brings you a Gewaldiger raya. The Gemara says that if a person rips clothing, on a mace, meaning somebody Rahman died, and they're so upset that they rip their clothing, you're gonna be chayef. Why are you chayef? You're planning on resewing it? No. But there's a tikkun. The tikkun is that it does something. Right? That's why we rip for a mace, Rahman says with that's a riot that as long as there's a constructive purpose for the ripping, that's going to be chayef. So we're dealing with the Shaila Ravis of a Doraisa. Plastic tablecloth, people do this. People don't know, I'm saying, I'll rip it with my hand, not with a knife. We're talking about shalva de raisa, toilet paper, aluminum foil, envelopes. Uh, there's a lot to discuss. There's a lot to discuss. However, and this is very important, if the ripping is being done in a kildelgeifen, that means in a completely destructive way, I'm destroying something. There is no constructive purpose. There's no tikkun. There's nothing good that comes out of it. And Potter. Potter means Avalosa. It's a Durabon. That will be a Durabon. Why? Because every Malacha on Shabbos that's not a Tikkun is automatically a Durabon. It's Potter Avalosa. We learned this in Dafiomi, in Mesakta Shabbos, that anything is Potter, it's Potter Avalosa. Meaning Potter, you don't have to go, you're not be a Potter from a Korban, but the Mice is also to do it in that case. And that could be Nagay. Now, um, by the way, just a, I have an interesting question. What's the difference between Korea and Machatich? I mean, I'm assuming the Olam know the, the Lamatas Machas Baha. So there's one what called Machatech, and there's one called Korea. What's the difference? I mean, maybe we should go the other way around. Maybe we should discuss what is Machatech. He's laughing. He's like, come on. I'm from Brooklyn. I know these things. So Machatech is precise cutting. For example, when you open up a can, it's a shail of Machatech. Or when you open up a bottle cup, it's a shail of Machatech. That's a shail. We're going to. Shail. By the way, this whole halacha, by the way, it's a thing which we are not going into, is all opening packages, opening chips, opening bizli, opening cans. Every, everything comes from this halacha, by the way. No, I mean, there's a couple of other shailas as well, but this is one of the main ones, is Korea. I remember somebody came over to me once on a Shabbos afternoon, and well, maybe it was a Friday night, I don't remember exactly what it was, that he got a uh, presentation before Shabbos. You know, sometimes you get these nice, fancy, you know, wrapped up presentation, and there were like um, plastic cups of chocolate mousse stuck down to the you know to the tray whatever and they, someone came to him before Shabbos so it was very very nice the question is is he allowed to pick it up and remove it from it's not just hanging there it's stuck there with sellotape or glue or something that they stick it on you know what I'm talking about right are you allowed to take that up on Shabbos we're dealing with Shaisa Doraisa here we're dealing with an Issa Doraisa worse than putting off a light no Shaila Poshut that's Poshut okay so the difference between Mechatech and Kareh is that Mechatech is precise cutting. Kareh can even be not precise. And they have to know that. It's, even if it's not precise, it's Kareh as long as there's a constructive purpose. That is a very important thing. Now, before we finish for today, let me just mention one last thing. And then tomorrow, Be'ez HaShem, will go to some practical examples. Very, very important. If you came today, make sure you come tomorrow. Because like, Chaval. I, I, I told you this already. I asked once from Zil Obach. I have guys that come to share sometimes. And they come to the beginning of the share and they hear how bad it is and it's terrible. And then they walk out. And at the end of the share, I'm going through all the colors. And that's how it is, right? 
<laughs> Someone said to me, everything's always mutter in the end. Like, you just have to wait till the end of the shir and figure out, okay, over here it's mutter, over here it's okay. The beginning is like, oh, you avoid, you avoid. But I said then, so I asked him, I said, Rebel, what do I do? Guy comes one day, doesn't come another day. Not over here, it was a different yeshiva. But, you know, sometimes they come, sometimes they don't come. So that's not your problem. That's not your problem. They, they might be a pushaya. And they may have to get in the after 120 years. Had they had the halacha shein, they didn't attend, and because of that, they couldn't be became hilchas shabbos. But that's a new problem. It's a them problem, whatever you want to call it, right? Okay, it's a them problem. So anyway, um, so make sure you come tomorrow to get all the uh, the shailas. So, <clears throat> okay, what is kareina get to? Which materials does it apply to? Let's start number one. Food. Does it apply to fruit? Can I take a sour stick and cut it in half? Ooh, never thought about this one. Can? Because everybody does, right? Uh, no, that's not the reason? As long as that's not the reason, then I'm okay with you. Everybody does. Must be, it's okay. You know those people? Well, everyone does it. Come on. I, or another one, I have a. I don't know. I don't see a reason why not. Uh, I mean, you've learned Shulchan Aruch and you still don't see a reason why not. I don't think so. Right? I don't see a reason why not. I love it. Unbelievable. Ah, Yidin. Go on the Clally's well. What? What's the ticket now? I had two kids who were fighting over the red one. And, and, and only got one red one left. Right? <laughs> right? What's that? It's a destructive purpose. It's a very constructive purpose. I'm saving arguments. I'm making shot and bias between two siblings. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that what they say about siblings? The definition of siblings are children that come from the same parents until children that come from the same... Uh, or something they get together or they, they have a connection to each other until they get together and then all of a sudden like you know you know what I'm talking about no Rabbi Sa, what do you say you're allowed to rip food or not yes uh, fruit leather you know what I'm talking about yeah you do fruit leather you know what I'm talking about I know what I'm talking about that's what I'm know what fruit leather is okay no it had to do that. So the rest of the halacha is like this. Food is not subject to kareya. Why not? Number one, it's not a tzuras ha-malacha. It's not what was done in the Mishkan. Number two, it's vada e'enam You're not going to re-sew it. And number three, it's e'enam eskayim. It doesn't hold. It doesn't keep. It's got no kiyum. And then because of that, there's no problem in taking a piece of chicken and ripping it to pieces. Taking a piece of bread and ripping it to pieces. Taking some candy. There's no problem. There's no problem with kareya when it comes to food. What about guf echot? Subject to a major shayla, this. Something that's specifically in one piece. For example, a piece of leather. A piece of leather, is it subject to Korea? What's the shayla? What do we say, if you remember the beginning, the tsura of the malacha of Korea is opposite to toifa. What's toifa? Connecting two things. So for Korea, is disconnecting those two things. But a leather is always one piece. Is the Korea by one piece? The Shulchan Harav, the Haligabalatanya, brings this down, and he talks about their pieces of wood, and stuff like that. I've got this major rise from the Gemara over here, but we're not going into it. And he says, only things that are connected together, that are woven, or maybe even paper, that are strands, so um, generally that would be, uh, that would be subject to Korea. But something that's mamish, guf echod, he uses the example of paper, is not subject to Korea. And the Chalkis Yaakov Paskins, that the way, the Shulchan of Chaim, the Chacham Tzvi and others, uh, the Chayodim brings down the Shulchan Al-Kharav and asks the Kasha from the Yerushalmi, because he says that from Yerushalmi, he says that there is Korea, but oh, that we're not going into this moment of time. The Maisa most posts on the Shulchan Al-Kharav because of the Yerushalmi, and that is the Be'alacha, the Mishnah Bura, with Moshe, 
and the other gedolei poskim, including the pupim godim, that they are cholik. That even one thing is included in that. Agav the itayna that the shulchan acharav will be masking by our paper, because our paper is not one guf. What is our paper? It's a combination of many, many things put together, stuck together. And therefore, even the Shulchan Aruch will be asking that our paper is subject to Kareya, but Guf Echad is subject to Machlaikis. Most Poskim are exactly Machme. Just to finish off, hard items. Something that is hard, is that subject to Kareya? Do we, like for example, a piece of glass, a piece of wood, is that subject to Kareya? Or do we say ripping means a soft item like a cloth that you rip? That is the Shaila. The Minchas Chinuch writes clearly that it's only Kareya. Um, by something that is soft, not something hard, as those mashmen you shall me. So, according to that, it could be other malachas involved in ripping or tearing or breaking hard things, but lagabe kureya, there probably won't be. So, for example, opening up a, uh, a can or opening up a bottle cap will not be a shayla of kureya. Maybe other shaylas, bachateich, makabapatish, I'll see it's clear, but kureya not, because it's a hard item, and therefore there is no problem. And in Mitzvah tomorrow, I want to start the sugya of a string. A plastic string or something like that, is that considered to be a shine of career? Have a wonderful, beautiful day.